right, all right, all right, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Thrive Forever Fit Show. Today is day 11 of the 12 days of gratitude. Today and one more episode, and then we are done. Can you believe it? Went by so fast. Today, you're going to meet a special friend of mine. You guys know my brother, my buddy, Tommy Baker. He's been on the, the Thrive Forever Fit Show more than any other guest. Tommy and I just get together and we rap and we just, we brainstorm and feed off of each other. Well, today you're gonna to get to meet his fiance, Taylor Stone. Taylor is an amazing human. And every chance Lori and I get to go to dinner with Tommy and Taylor, we take it. They're, they're out in Scottsdale, Arizona. So Lori and I'll make a trip out there. Um, we try to get out there as much as humanly possible, but here's the beauty of this. It's like, a lot of you guys will, re will really understand this. Sometimes you go out with a couple and it's, it's, it's not, it's not smooth, right? Like you only talk to the guy or you only talk to the girl and vice versa. When we're at dinner with Tommy and Taylor, it's legitimately a free for all of amazing, awesome conversations. Taylor and I could have an hour long conversation and Lori and Tommy could have an hour long conversation and it would be totally in sync and totally amazing. And so today you're gonna get to meet another beautiful human, another person that I am lucky enough to have in my life. She's going to talk to you about gratitude and how she uses it. And I think you're going to, I know you're going to love today's show. All right, guys, here's Taylor. All right, Taylor, thank you so much for saying yes. Yes, excited. <laughs> awesome. All right, for those of you guys that don't know, I said it in the intro, and this will be the last time I ever refer to her this way. Um, if you're a longtime listener, you guys know my buddy Tommy. This is Tommy's significant other, fiance, better half, Taylor. Um, and from now on, I'll just be referring to her as Taylor. I may even refer to Tommy as Taylor's fiance from now on, just to set like the tempo it. for that. Absolutely. Before we start, so you know why you're here. Everybody else knows why you're here. And I can't think of a better person because you're just so like present with gratitude, like anytime I've ever been around you. So this is going to be a perfect episode for you. But I was telling Lori the other day, and I've said this a couple of times, and I usually say like, after we leave a dinner with you guys, I'm like, I like hanging out with Tommy and Taylor because it's, it's equally, um, I like them both equally. And I said, it's, that's super rare. I shouldn't say, Lori said, you can't say super rare. I'm like, it's odd that you like both of the individuals equally. And I don't mean, if you've ever been to dinner with me, try to figure out which one of you, your husband or your wife, that it is, it's not is your favorite. And it's not that you're not liked equally, but it's like, there's usually a disconnect. There's usually like, Oh, you can talk to this person about anything. And the other person can only talk about like baseball cards. Yeah. With you guys, it's like, I could talk to you for an hour and Lori could talk to Tommy for an hour and we could all have a beautiful time and whatever. And it made me think of this one incident. And you, I want you to tell me if you've ever had anything like this. Okay. Lori and I go to dinner and there was this couple and we didn't really know, we, know, we hadn't been out with them very often. And um, she was awesome, that great conversation, everything. And I, he was awesome too, he was great, but he invited his brother to dinner and his, his brother's girlfriend. So we sit down and all of a sudden I hear he and his brother start talking about like all this like military stuff, like this cover. And I'm thinking, are these two, are these two dudes like special ops or some shit? Like I thought he was like in, thought he was in medical device sales. So I'm like, I'm like, are you guys, I was like, you guys, you guys like Navy SEALs or something? She's like, no, dude, call of duty. So after work every day, after work every day, here's what we do. We, I, come, I come to my house, he goes to his house and we head set up and we, play, and we talk to each other while we play Call of Duty. And we were just talking about last night's game. And then they say, you should get one and we'll all play together. I looked at Lori and I said, 
get the car. We're getting the fuck. We're getting the fuck out of here. I was, what? What, what was your facial expression? Like, were you like playing it cool, or were you like? <laughs> no, I mean, literally, I was. I was. Look, I looked at. I was like this. <laughs> I didn't even know what to say. I'm like, first of all, I'm like, no, I'm good, man. Like, I don't. I, and I, I'm. I was thirty something years old at this time too. This wasn't when I was like nineteen or seventeen or in my in high school. I think I'm probably thirty. 40, this was probably like 10 years ago, I'm probably 36 years old. And they were right about the same age in their thirties. They wanted me to get a video game thing. So that after work, we work all day, we come home and instead of like doing things like adults do, we're going to be up all night. Special ops in it. That, I don't know of a better story of a dinner story. <laughs> I'm like, so whenever I go out to dinner with you, thank God that never happens. It's always a beautiful conversation. That's my, that's my, that's my relative story to that analysis of like, there's always one individual. And then I asked Lori, I'm like, and so, you know, they probably like me better than they like you. And then, obviously I'm kidding with that. It's she, she wins them all, but. You wins them all. Anyway. It, the same way. Yeah. I, I totally yeah. get what you're saying. It's always like a, ooh. Are we going to vibe with the other significant other or how is this going to happen? Yeah. So I appreciate that. You're, you're you. very, very, very welcome. And I mean, listen, you guys are amazing. Um, love you guys. We, you know, just anytime we get a chance to go to dinner with you guys, it's always just, it's a home run. And it usually is like, it's not like, it's like three or four hours. And yeah, so the people are probably like, oh shit, like they've got to <laughs> leave. Like, this is ridiculous. So why we are here is you are amazing. You are someone that I think about when I think about gratitude. And that's what I was talking to Tommy the other day. And I'm like, you think Taylor would do this? And he's like, for sure. I'm like, awesome, cool. You know, it's funny when you say that I could hear him in the office and he was like, yeah, I'm sure she'd love to do that. And out loud, I go, love to do what? Yeah, you're like, wait a minute. Like, I didn't know who he was talking to. I was like, so what are you signing me up for? It was, but yeah. I'm excited to be here. Well, with Tommy, you never know. You, like, you might be going on like a midnight hike up into the Himalayas and you're oh, like, no. I'm not doing that, bro. Like not. <laughs> yeah, ask me, ask me for. <laughs> I'm going to need a note and then I'll, I'll check yes or no. And then we'll, then we'll move to the next direction. Exactly, exactly. All right, let's jump in. So obviously the 2020 needs no introduction. It's been chaotic for, you know, externally chaotic we'll say that it's a lot of noise going on with like pandemic election life just in general just normal everyday stuff how have you been able to just like tap into your own personal gratitude in order to like find peace and synergy during this like wacky time yeah you know there's a couple of things one just focusing on what i can control which is a lot and i think that's what people miss with everything going on is just really focusing on okay what can i actually control in terms of my peace my sanity i don't have to pick up my phone and look at the news every five seconds and so for me it's really coming back to that of there's a lot that i can't control but where do i want to put my energy do i want to put it like you said on covid you know all of the um, racial injustice and, and everything happening or do I want to remember that this is happening for a purpose and I can only control what I can control so I think that's number one and also using this time as an opportunity for growth right I think yeah. it's easy to disassociate and just completely tune out in terms of what your goals were beforehand and still keep focus on that you know there's still again a lot of opportunity wherever you were working towards, you know, maybe not in LA and, you know, I know Hollywood and everything shut down, but 
even then it's like, how can I reinvent? How can I pivot? How can I, you know, still again, come back to what I can control and keep that peace, you know, protect your energy first and foremost. Yeah, two things that, that you said that I think are amazing. I love the, you know, control the controllables. And so I'm going to ask you a, a follow-up question on that. And I also love the, the notion of just because there's a lot of adversity doesn't mean that we just throw in the towel. It doesn't mean we don't, we just say, oh, maybe next year, right? And so I'm going to ask two, two follow-up questions. What do you do when the noise gets a little loud? Like you find yourself and you're like, okay, I've, I've drifted a little too far over here. Like, how do you get yourself like back to that center place? And I think, I know you well enough to know that you're probably pretty good at this. And so I think you're going to give people some strategies that might be beneficial that they haven't thought of. Yeah, I think for one, it's recognizing it and not judging it. Just yeah. saying, okay, well, I was on my phone a little bit more today than I'd like to be. How can I, in a way, strategize not to allow this to happen tomorrow and also take inventory of how I feel? Like every time I go down the rabbit hole, like a lot of other people can do, I never feel great. And I always right. end up regretting it. And But I don't guilt myself. I don't shame myself. I'm not like, oh, what an idiot. I can't believe you did that. Right. I just pivot and I, I shift. And so I think it, it comes back to the awareness, knowing thyself. Like I know that if I get on Instagram or, you know, if I were to check the news first thing in the morning, it is a slippery slope for the rest of the day. But if I get the things done that I need to get done in the morning, you know, that's also self-care. That's morning routine. That's yeah. working after that. Then I know, okay, well, everything I need to get done, I got done today. And then I can actually, you know, not necessarily have some play time, but be able to get online or do whatever I need to do. And then I give myself almost like a, just going to check whatever I need to do and then get off. Right. Yeah. It can be so easy. Some people use timers. I'm sure Tommy, you know, has talked to you about that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. I'm sure Tommy's probably got a flow chart or something like that, that he's, that he's working off of. No, we also have this thing. It's a lockbox that you can put your phones in. We yeah. haven't used it in a really long time, but it's literally where you put your phone in, you lock it for however long you want to. It's like hours to days yeah. and you can't touch your phone. So it's, if that's like the worst case scenario, I know when Tommy was writing his book, he had to, like, we yeah. all have to do that, you know, where we're not like, that's the thing. I think people think like, oh, we're just more disciplined or we're more special. Right. It does not, that's not the case. It's, mm -hmm. it's really just knowing yourself and saying, Hey, I need to put my phone in the other room while I'm working on this. And just again, knowing yourself well enough to yeah. have that discipline. I think you said two, two really cool things there. It's like that non-judgment piece I think is vital because I talk about this all the time, especially when we're dealing with like weight loss and like, you know, cause somebody has that, that meal they didn't, don't feel like they should have had that didn't fit into their, whatever the D word is they're following. And then they beat themselves up and then that just, exacerbates into like more negativity and so when you, that non-judgment piece guys is vital huge how have you been able to people hear me say about talk about this all the time so i love other perspectives and when they can hear it from another voice i think just so powerful because we're not above judgment right i don't care who you are like how evolved we all want to be like it's, it's human nature almost there's something in this like crazy skull like the reptilian brain that just likes to throw a little bit of judgment in there and see if you'll like set fire to it. Yep. What do you do whenever you kind of feel yourself like being, a, you know, like you're aware of it, but you're also like being a little too hard on yourself. Like, what do you, do you have any strategies or anything around that? When I'm being hard on myself? Yeah. Like when you start judging yourself and you're like, you know what, Taylor, why'd you do that? Stupid. You know what I mean? Like just negative self-talk. 
I think I mostly just remind myself that it's part of my journey and whatever it was had to happen. And, yeah. you know, you know, in your field, and it's still somewhat my field, my, my background is nutrition, exercise yeah. science. It's like when I have those days where I'm like, uh, oh, you know, went a little bit off the deep end. I just see it as an opportunity to reset. I just yeah. see it as an opportunity to take inventory of, you know, backtracking and say, okay, how did that happen? What were my patterns? Am I a little stressed out? Did I not sleep? Why was I having this happen? Or, you know, again, kind of talking about social media, like why did I go down the rabbit hole of conspiracy theories for an hour yesterday, right? Because yeah. we all go down whatever rabbit hole happens. For sure. And again, it, it comes back to like, how do I feel? Like my energy, if my energy feels off, I feel like my vibration is super low, then I'm like, okay, this is just information. I think if anything that your viewers and listeners can get is just, it's feedback, it's information. Yeah. It's just guilt, shame, judgment on yourself or others. It's just information of where you're out of alignment. That's it. It's just feedback. And so when you can see it like that and see it as something that you can correct, then it gets less of, okay, I'm going to judge myself and more of, okay, how can I get resourceful? How can I address this? Not necessarily beat myself up until I feel better because that is never going to be productive. Right. And in fact, it's going to cause a whole host <laughs> of other issues. Yeah. So it's like that self-awareness piece, like being, being aware of like how you, like, how did this make me feel? And then you know, processing, you know, acknowledging those feelings and then just processing them non-judgmentally so that you don't, I think foods are such a great analogy. It's like, so for me, I know if I eat dairy that it is going to be a negative outcome, right? Yeah. But I'm human, right? Sometimes Lori orders something and I'm like, oh, I'll have a bite of that, babe. Yeah. I have one bite of it. And it's not like, I don't have one bite and then it's like, you know, they don't have to call EMS or anything like that. But like, I just, I'm so in tune to how I like to feel that I'm like, okay, I've got a little bit of a headache. My belly definitely doesn't feel great. Uh, my joints are even a little weirder the next day. And so it's just that awareness to say, okay, listen, I mean, I had a bite of some cake, right? I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna go run a marathon the next day. It's just that acknowledgement to say, okay, it's information. You know, we already knew that, but let's just, you know, recalibrate and maybe don't do it again so often. Yeah, and then if it does become an issue, then it's like, okay, got to right. get accountable, have to right. really, you know, kind of take a step back and ask myself, where am I not being accountable to my goals? Where am I, you know, allowing it to slip a little bit too much? And yeah. then, like you said, it's all about how you feel. I think with anything, how you feel with what you're eating, what you're consuming in ter terms of information, yeah. what you're looking at on the internet, how you're thinking about yourself and others. And when you come back to that, it's like, okay, time to make some shifts. Time to that that information thing is really interesting too. I think everybody can get the analogy of like, I ate this and then I felt like blank. Mm -hmm. But oftentimes I think they, they dismiss the anxiety and the overwhelm and the chaos after they've, you know, maybe it's like, I'll give you an analogy. I just, this just hit me. Um, I used to watch like mixed martial arts. Like I used to watch like the MMA fights and whatever. But I started noticing like when I would watch them, and this is, the, if you've ever, if you watch stuff like that, just start to pay attention yeah. to your body. I would literally be sitting there with a clenched body for hours. I mean, my, my butt cheeks just tightened up when I told the story <laughs> because that's how, that's how I know when I'm watching something that's yeah. not resonating with me. And it really goes against like everything. It's like, I don't want to see two dudes beat each other up, but yeah. I would convince myself I'm watching this because I love the sport of like, because I did, I, I loved how hard they trained for the aspect of it, 
but I didn't love the actual aspect of the, the, the culmination of it. And then when I watched it, I would be so tense. And then afterwards, I'd be a little edgy. I'd be a little like this. I'm like, oh, you want to, what? <laughs> what? And Lori's like, he, Lori's like, he's a dog. And I'm like, I, I, I swear I heard him say some shit. Like, I'm, you know, I'm walking around the house like I'm some kind of badass. And she's like, we're good. We, that's, that's enough before somebody gets an ass. Calm down. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's then it would be me. I'd end up getting beat up, which yeah, would be right. a problem. But so that's a good analogy. And so after that's I would good. do that, I would be so tense. And it took me a while. And I'm like, I'm just not watching that crap anymore. Yeah. And now I just don't watch it because, and so it might even be something you think you like that you might need to shift away from. And especially like with the news and stuff that really, I mean, that can cloud your judgment and your, your, your stuff really, really quick. Do you, are you aware when you, when you oh. listen? Okay. And that's why, you know, I used to be a huge fan of like horror movies just because on yeah. edge, the same thing. It's like, you're on edge and then you have anxiety and it's like, it doesn't, and you're inviting that stuff in like on a spiritual yeah. term and then in a right. spiritual way, like you just, you don't want to give your attention to things you don't want to call in first and foremost. And then yeah. you also want to, like you said, I just thought that was a great analogy of pay attention to your body's cues because, yeah. you know, as someone who did used to deal with anxiety in college and it, I, it was self-induced hundred percent. Like I yeah. was just not sleeping, eating poorly. And so it's just being mindful and, and really having awareness. People go unconscious with doing lots of different things and they forget that relax, breathe. Yeah. Well, and then they'll just convince themselves, well, you know, with, with like with MMA, they'd be like, well, I love it. Or with the news, they'll be like, well, I want to be informed. I don't want to be naive. And they'll, we convince ourselves that it's okay, yeah. even though it's creating trauma yeah. in our lives on the other side. So we just have to stop that convincing guys. And I promise you, if you need to know something, somebody in your life's going to tell you, guaranteed. Amen. I agree. Because I don't know anything. Like I, I, I'm usually unaware of shit and Lori's going to be like, have you heard? And I'm like, what? Yeah. So there's always somebody. Yeah. Let, let's shift gears back to what you said about the importance of shifting and just pivoting instead of just saying, throwing in the towel, because, you know, in the business that I'm in, like weight loss and transformations and lifestyles and people that need to lose like a hundred pounds, people have lost a hundred pounds and now COVID hit and now they've gained the hundred pounds back. There's a lot of turmoil going on. Like what would be some suggestions that you would say, like, what's a, what's a, what's a gentle pivot without giving up on everything you thought you wanted when 2021 rolled around in January. Yeah. Well, this is fun because this used to be my thing to talk about. So the first thing I would say is find out where it was that you were getting bored with your routine, you know, really being able to pivot with that. Is it your nutrition? Were you doing paleo and keto and maybe need to kind of scale it back and see what you want to add back into your nutrition plan? Don't like the word diet, of course, but really just, you know, seeing where you know, what's your actual desire? You know, is this really your goal? Do you want to get healthy or were you trying to achieve something that now you may think like, oh, no one will ever see me because I don't, I can't go out anymore. You know, these are very real things that I think people yeah. don't necessarily think about. So just asking yourself, like, can I switch it up? You know, like we talked about getting a Peloton for me, it was like, I am just over what I'm doing right now. I need something new. I'm not going to just give up. I'm not going to just not move my body. Like right. that to me is crazy. It makes me feel amazing. Keeps me healthy. It keeps my mental and emotional mindset high. So it's like, where can I, again, become resourceful, research things, you know, find a way, like there's always a way. And the same thing, you know, with nutrition, it's like, finding what makes you feel good and, and seeing that, you know, lapse or 
maybe, you know, falling out a little bit and see that as, oh, wow. Okay. So this is an indication that, you know, I let things go a little bit, but I want to use that as my motivation. Like, can I get to my even goal? You know, I don't love the word weight, but goal, feeling, energy, you know, at this certain date and see it as a challenge. And so for me, it's all about just seeing if I can switch things up, make things fun again, and then do it for me. If you're doing it for someone else, I know that's so cliche, but if you're doing it for someone else, that is never going to stick. It may stick a little bit, but you, you want to be able to do that for you and feel good about it too. have your energy be high, no crash dieting or anything like that, but just forgive yourself and say, Hey, this is another opportunity growth challenge and seeing what I actually want to be doing now. I love it. I'm going to ask you an envelope question. I'm going to, I'm going to explain that really quick. We, we went to Thanksgiving dinner. So we went out to dinner with a couple of friends. Um, and I did not want to talk like, you know, me, like when we get together, we don't talk about COVID and politics and what we don't talk about. We don't talk about silly stuff. We talk about like, I mean, do you really, is there an, do you really think there's aliens and how do we find them? Like, what are we doing? And we talk about just fun stuff. So I tell Lori, I'm like, okay, the only way I'm going to Thanksgiving dinner is if we don't talk about craziness. She's like, how are you going to do that? I'm like, okay. I start thinking. I'm like, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to said, I'm going to create, like, I'm going to get an envelope and I'm going to write down like 10 or 20 questions that are just so random that whatever. And so I bring my envelope to dinner. We all sit down and everybody's like, you know, everybody's getting, we're ordering, we got drinks and stuff. And I'm like, I, I reach in and I'm like, I pull out my envelope. And one of the people there was like, what's that? I'm like, Oh, this is what we're doing. And like, what do you mean? Like, this is just, this is the, this, this is what we get to talk about tonight. So I crank my envelope open. I start pulling out questions, but I'm going to ask you one of the questions in there because it, it relates to gratitude. Okay. What is something that you are grateful for, but it cannot be a person. It can't be an animal. It has to be like a thing, like a, just a, because most of the time we think about things we're grateful for. The first things that come up are like, you know, Tommy, my mom, my dad, you know what I mean? Like we think of, those are just natural, but I want you to think like differently. What's a thing? You know, immediately when you said that, I thought of Tommy until you said, can't be a person, but I I really am proud and grateful for my resilience just in life, Mm. in the obstacles that I have faced and not giving up. Like, you know, and it's one of those things that is so easy to do, especially right now, like just forget it. I'm just going to kind of put put in the towel and um, close the chapter. But I think for me, it's, it's like, I have a really strong will to keep things going. And so my gratitude is, you know, and I know this kind of sounds like an envelope answer, but you know, it's really just being grateful, like that I have this, like, my soul is like, no, (laughs) we're not giving up. We're going to keep going. There's things that I still want to manifest that, you know, right now look like they may never be able to happen because of COVID. But I think for me, it's like, I wake up excited and, you know, still ready for the day and it's, it's generated, right? Like I always say, let's generate joy. Like not everybody is going to wake up in the morning. I definitely don't. I wake up in the morning and I have to quite literally create that energy. So I think just, you know, resilience, my joy and knowing that, you know, I created that. And I think that that's something, you know, powerful that people can take that it's not, people aren't lucky, you know, people create it and it can be totally misconstrued of, Oh, that person has just always been that way. And I've always been upbeat and positive, but I have not been the resilient person. Let's just say that. So 
when you said that, I immediately went to like, you know, Jay, what's your answer, right? And so you started talking, my, I think if I had to give something in that same vein, like you're talking about, mine would be my, my optimism. Like yeah. I'm unbelievably optimistic. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why when you said, you know, you've got some things that, that may not, you know, you don't know because of COVID and whatever. I'm like, let's be, I, I want, they're going to, I think they're going to happen yeah. for you. Like I want them to. So make it happen. <laughs> yeah. And I think that, I think optimism and resilience are, are really two really powerful things to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. And I would say this to the, you guys that out there that maybe are thinking, well, gosh, I'm not resilient and I'm definitely not optimistic. It's a practice. I, yeah. I was going to say, I believe in the transference of energy. Yeah. And so if you're listening to Taylor and I right now, then you are in the presence of resiliency and optimism and you can actually pull from that if you will just open yourself up to I just got super woo-woo like I feel like I'm I levit- love it you, I feel you like I'm, le- I just, I'm levitating I was like is he floating <laughs> is he flo- he's floating again but I mean that's what I'm talking about like I will be- and I really and I know Taylor believes that and that's why I feel so like I w- didn't even plan on saying any of that but this is the kind of conversations that she and I would have like if we were just at dinner but I really believe that so you guys yeah. tap into the energy that you're feeling and hearing and experiencing with our conversation and I think that'll give you a little bit more of an opportunity to create that in your own space. Yeah. And even piggyback on that, piggybacking on that is who are you surrounding yourself with? You know, and that could be a two hour conversation, but you know, like listening to podcasts, you can still have, you know, mentors from afar and, and yeah. people you listen to, but your life is going to be determined by the people you surround yourself with. So if they're, you know, very, you know, dreadful about life, they're complaining about everything, everything is, you know, doomsday, then you may want to check yourself and see yeah. who you're hanging out with. Because like you said, like it's, it's not woo, it's science. Energy is transferred. Totally. It's your vibrational frequency is going to be felt. And so if things aren't working out for you right now, it's an opportunity again to audit, go in, say, you know, where can I take more accountability and then check your surroundings because everything around us is just a projection of how we feel. So yeah, yeah. that's really powerful about the energy transfer. And, and I, I interviewed my friend Jerry yesterday and he said something that was so powerful that I just, I, I've talked about it like three times since then, but it was one of those things that was so simple. But when he said it, it was like, it was like a ton of bricks like landed on my desk because we were talking about gratitude. And he said, you know what? start spending more time with the people that make you the happiest. Like when you leave these people's presence, do you feel full of like happiness and love and whatever? And I'm like, that is so yeah. stupidly simple that we, <laughs> we, we get in the way of it all yeah. the time. We're like, no, no, no. I have to say yes to this, even though I'm going to hate it. I do not want to go there. And we, well, we, we think just, we don't have options. We yeah. think that we don't have a choice. And we always do, you know, it gets tricky when you have you know, family or even yeah. like to go to, but I think people, when they step more into their power and are like, Hey, this is not the energy I want to surround myself with. You don't have to any mm-hmm. longer. This is 2020, especially is a time of releasing things yeah. that aren't serving you. So I love that. And I completely agree, you know, go to the people who feel like light quite literally and, and energize you, not make you feel like you just got drained or hit by a ton of totally <laughs> you know what Lori, Lori and i were on a walk the other day we and we always take rudy for a walk and when we do we like to talk about just kind of stuff like this and we were talking about like one thing that that one opportunity that 2020 like uncovered for her and for myself and she said it was the not just the ability to say no but the um i'm, I'm, I'm can't the, the right word of it like the permission Like, like, like she has this like newfound permission to say, you know what? No, that's not going to serve me. 
and period. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and without explanation, without like, you know, the need to like justify or things like that. And so I think there's, that's even a beautiful, like opportunistic thing to say no to things that don't bring you joy. Yeah. Cause you're saying no, if you're saying yes to something you don't want to do, you're closing the door to other things. And I, I love that you guys are talking about that because it brings that, um, that like that worthiness of like, I, I am able, I am powerful and I'm allowed to say no and not have to explain yourself. And, and that's something that I've definitely stepped into more as well. Just like, no, I'm not available for that, but thank you. you yeah. know, no need to, you know, sign up for something you don't want to do anymore. That's Agreed. resentment in a bottle. <laughs> Agreed. And that's why I'm glad you said yes to this because I was going to have to make Tommy come on twice. <laughs> This and I'm he, excited for, even though I didn't know I was excited for. And he doesn't look that great in a wig because I was going to make him dress up because I was, I was going to, I need more, you know, I'm like, Tommy, you're going to have to do something for me, man. So no, this is exciting for me. I love talking about this kind of stuff. And I all right. So time. let's, I want to be respectful of your time and the listeners. I, I promised them, I think what I said, like 10, 15 minutes. And I'm pretty sure we screwed that up. Let, like an hour and a half. I screwed that up, but I, but I'm not going to apologize because this has been an amazing conversation. What, um, what piece of, and I, I hate the word advice, but like, what like wisdom would you say that you're going to impart on yourself as we move like to the end of this year and like into, into 2021, like around the whole gratitude, like aspect, like how are you going to use gratitude to continue to like move that momentum forward for you and all the things you want to do? I think it's, it's really just, again, you know, seeing everything as it's necessary. It's supposed to happen for my own involvement, for the planet's own involvement. And really just coming back to, you know, the, this small appreciation for things, you know, there's a lot of things that a lot of us can't control now, won't be able to control in the future. But if I come back again to, you know, me and what, how can I view myself, see the world, see things that are happening, then I don't necessarily have that attachment to it. So I think really detaching, I think is probably my answer is detaching from things that maybe you thought you did want and you don't really want, you know, this week I um, just talked about on my own podcast where I am doing like a complete audit of what's in alignment, what's not, what can I release? What am I actually excited about? What am I doing? Cause I think I need to be doing it and getting really clear. I'm not on social at all this week and I am not apologizing for it. So just taking that time and coming back to yourself and crowding out the noise because it's so easy to get on social and be like, Oh, I think I need to do that right. when that's actually pretty detrimental to your soul because you are the only one who will know that. So really just detaching from what you can't control, coming back to gratitude in the sense of what is working, you know, what are the things in my life that I am grateful for and can I just allow, you know, things to happen that need to without holding such grasp on it. I love that. I think one of the things that I think you are exceptionally well at is that self-awareness piece. Like I think you've, I hate to use the word mastered, but I think you've got a great grasp of like who you are and how you feel and how you want to feel. And I think that really serves you um, when it comes. And that's, and that's really present when we're with you in person, it's present today. And so I think that's something that's a really, that's a strong gift that you have. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. Again, I've done a lot of work, not special, definitely practiced. Well, no, I think you are. Listen, I always say that everybody's special and nobody's special, right? I think we all have, we all have a unique special thing about us, but you know, we're all uniquely unspecial as well. I think, you know, it's, it's all collectively together. Yeah. Agreed. 
Well, thank you again for just being amazing. Obviously, for just being my friend and for all the amazing conversations we've had and just for saying yes to this, because I know that yeah. somebody's going to get value out of just hearing you talk today. And I think it was special and awesome for you to do this. Yeah, well, this was great. So much fun. And I hope people got value and come back to gratitude again, what you can control. Give yourself grace for sure. I love it. Thanks, buddy. And I will see you soon for a dinner. Yeah. All right. Bye.